I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here as usual with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who always warns us about the latest scams. What do you have for us today, Vicki? Hi, Patty. Well, I've been getting a flurry of fraud alerts about imposter scams, along with phone calls on my fraud hotline by people who have been victimized by these scams, including the phantom hacker scam that we've talked about. And I've got an example. This phone call came in just last week. This was a call from Sam, and I made up his name, on my fraud hotline. He got an email, supposedly from PayPal, telling him that he had been charged $500 on his PayPal account. And the email even gave the name of the person who supposedly made the charge. Now, Sam doesn't ever use PayPal, except that he does have a house in another state that he rents out, and that tenant does pay through PayPal, but he doesn't use it, and he didn't know the person who supposedly made this charge. So he had good reason to be suspicious. Yes, he did. And did this supposed email from PayPal give Sam a number to call in case he suspected fraud? Well, Patty, conveniently, yes. So Sam called the number and was connected to someone who identified themselves as PayPal Security. His name was Martine, and he had an Indian accent. So what did Martine tell him? Martine told Sam that somebody had hacked into his computer and had also gotten into his bank account and made a purchase on PayPal for $500. So Sam, of course, said that he hadn't made that purchase. And what was Martine's response? Well, Martine asked Sam if he would like to help Martine catch the thief. Sam said yes. So Martine said that he was going to deposit some money into Sam's account to cover the $500 loss. And somehow that was going to help him set something up to catch the thief. But instead, he accidentally deposited $5,000. Oh, that's never a good sign when they give you too much money and then they need it back because they've made this horrible mistake. Is that what happened? Exactly. So Martine instructed Sam to go to the bank and take out $5,000 in cash. He told Sam that he was going to send one of his representatives to pick it up at Sam's house. And Patty, that is exactly what happened. Somebody came to the door and took the cash. You know, that is just so creepy that somebody is coming to the house and it seems to be happening more and more. Scammers are actually going to people's houses to get their money, sending a supposed courier to the victim's house. That's right. We talked about a victim last week who ended up giving money to a scammer who came to her house. So, Patty, you'd think that would be risky because what if the victim gets smart before the scammer gets there and calls the police? The scammer might be met by a policeman when he shows up. Yeah, I wonder what they would do. I suppose they think of some excuse, but who knows? I hope that does start happening. People have police waiting for the scammer. Absolutely. Patty, another thing I wanted to talk about today is also timely, and that is Medicare scams. A recent AARP Fraud Watch Network alert had this caption, Medicare season is scam season. And Vicki, can you remind our listeners when Medicare season takes place? Yes, Patty. Medicare season is from October 15th to December 7th. 
This is their open enrollment period, which allows Medicare beneficiaries to evaluate their coverage and make changes if they want to for the coming year. How do scammers take advantage of that? Well, this can be a very confusing time for some Medicare beneficiaries because they are faced with so many different choices. So here's how this fraud works. You might receive a phone call or a text or an in-person visit from someone posing as a Medicare agent. And they're, of course, going to help you with all of this confusion. Now, you may be urged to act quickly to avoid losing your benefits and pressured to purchase a limited time offer that offers to save you thousands of dollars. And we've learned that one of the most popular tactics for scammers to use is to put the pressure on the person they're scamming, trying to get their money before they have time to think. And it's one of the biggest red flags. That's absolutely right. Another ploy is if the scammer tells you that Medicare is issuing new cards and needs to verify your information. And of course, they will ask for things like your Medicare card number, your social security number, or your bank or credit card information. All the information they need to steal your identity. Absolutely. And remember that scammers can spoof caller ID to make it look like the call is coming from Medicare. And what are your tips for our listeners to avoid these scams? Well, here's some things that you should know. First of all, legitimate government agencies won't contact you to ask for your Medicare number or other personal information unless you have called them first. And the number is 1-800-MEDICARE. Also, Medicare is not sending out new cards, so they don't need your personal information. They already have it. And if someone is confused about what Medicare policy to get, is there somewhere they can go for help? Because it is confusing. It it is. It's very confusing. And yes, absolutely. They can go to Medicare.gov or in Santa Barbara County, they can go to HICAP, that's H-I-C-A-P, which is a free counseling service for Medicare beneficiaries. And it's wonderful. It is offered by the Area Agency on Aging, and you can reach out to them at 1-800-434-0222. And I'm going to give that phone number again because it's really good information to have. It's HICAP, H-I-C-A-P. You can Google it. It's offered by the Area Agency on Aging, and the phone number is one 800 Four three four zero two two two. Our listeners really need to remember you have until December 7th to make these decisions. So don't allow yourself to be pressured by a scammer. You have time. And I want to tell people, because many of our listeners watch or listen on YouTube or on a podcast, there's area agencies on aging everywhere. And oftentimes, if they're not having HICAP as their program, they use a program called SHINE, which is serving the health insurance needs of everyone. And like HICAP, it's run by trained volunteers who give up their time to help people make a decision whether they should go with regular Medicare, Medicare Advantage, and they have no vested interest. They really just want to help you make a decision that's the best for you. And again, you can call your local area agency on aging, and if they don't have HICAP, they may have the SHINE program. It's like the sunshine, S-H-I-N-E. 
So good That's information, Vicki. Information. Thank yeah. you. That's You're great. welcome. You're welcome. Do we have any good news today? Well, we do. We have a couple of pieces of good news that I want to share. Here's one headline that I liked. Microsoft, Amazon, and international law enforcement join forces to fight tech support fraud. Now, we know that Amazon and Microsoft are often targeted by scammers as agencies that they try and pretend to be a part of to get our attention. The tech support scam is a big, big example of that. So this has resulted, apparently, this new collaboration has resulted in 30 plus call center raids. These call centers are in India and 100 plus arrests to date. So there is some good news coming out of India and thanks to Microsoft and Amazon who have joined forces with the international law enforcement agencies. They are making some arrests and shutting down some of these call centers. Oh, so I'm so glad because it's not good for them either. It is not. It's their agencies that are being targeted. Right, um, right. And here's another piece of good news. The Justice Department just issued its fifth annual Elder Justice Report. And there are a couple of interesting things that we should know about. You know, the department is determined to combat elder abuse. That is one of the foremost focuses that they have had for the last several years. And they're doing a pretty darn good job. Apparently, the department brought nearly 300 criminal and civil actions against more than 650 defendants who collectively stole more than $1.5 billion from over two and a half million victims. Some of these defendants engaged in transactional and domestic fraud schemes, including lottery, romance, and tech support scams. So the Department of Justice is also doing what it can to combat these frauds. And here's another thing I like. The department returned hundreds of millions of dollars to victims of elder fraud schemes while helping to freeze millions of dollars for other older victims before their funds were transferred to fraudsters. So remember, if you get scammed, report quickly. There are agencies that work to get this money back for us. They also continued to support the National Elder Fraud Hotline, which helped tens of thousands of older adults report suspected fraud or connected them to available services. And lastly, the department is committed to raising public awareness by conducting over 700 elder justice outreach and training events across the country. So our Department of Justice is working very hard to combat the problem of elder abuse and elder fraud. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. That's really good news, Vicki. Thank you. And if they want to call the Scam Squad Fraud Hotline to talk to you, get your advice, or if they want to tell their story on our radio slash podcast YouTube channel, how would they do that? Call me at area code 805-568-2442. So that's 805 568 2442. Thank you so much, Vicki. You take care. Thank you, Patty. Bye. Bye.